It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coop and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots. So, we have a couple of different movies to talk about today. And one of the movies that we have for our movie of the week, well, we'll get to it at the end. But it's one that just came out. So, uh, we ended up making it our movie of the week. Because usually we just, you know, talk about a really bad movie. And this one was like, intention- I think it was intentionally bad. But anyway... Two movies we have to talk about, as far as movie reviews that we will not spoil, is first Blacklight with um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. So Liam Neeson is forever like a seventy-year-old dude who, like, you know, you don't mess with him because he's gonna come find you. <laughs> what? We've seen this movie before, Liam. Like he, a few times. Yeah, so in this, he's he works for like uh, uh, the FBI, director of the FBI, who's yeah. like running like this black ops type thing, uh-huh. uh, where they basically where they're basically shutting up, um, you know, anybody that's outing their secrets. Yeah. Like they, um, <laughs> this is the beginning of the movie, so it's not really a spoiler. They 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 kill this uh. uh young woman that's like running for office because yeah. they don't like what she's saying and so anyways they do that and so and then, and then this one of the young agents is like I don't feel right about this so he's gonna out it to reporters so Liam yeah. Neeson is sent in to bring him in uh-huh. um, but he winds up getting killed by a couple other agents and right. it's this whole conspiracy thing that you've seen it before yep. um, with Liam Neeson but in this he's like He's he's like a he's OCD. Yeah. And they do this thing with the camera where it's like does this stuttering thing, and I'm I'm pretty sure that's supposed to like represent represent his OCD. represent his OCD. But it's a uh, yeah. And then you know he's got his daughter who's just like she's awful. It's like she's really awful. She's just like. Like, as she's, a person. Yeah, I'm, she's just like, Dad, I just, I can't stand your mental illness. I'm so sick of it. It's basically what she does through the whole movie. And, I mean, at one point, she's like, your your mental illness is why Mom left. It's like, it's, what's your major malfunction? Um, I have a mental illness. Okay. <laughs> it's so bad. She's awful to him because, it's like, dude, mental illness is a serious thing. And to be, like making it something that broke up the marriage and their relationship and that there's no going back because you have a mental illness is messed up. Yeah, I I, I couldn't stand her. It's, it's like, you're just, you're awful. It's like, no understanding of... <laughs> yeah, and then, um, and then, um, as, as Richard so poignantly pointed out, uh, Liam Neeson is driving around in the uh, 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 compensation mobile, which is this big, huge car. It's this fancy sports car. It's like, would a guy like that have a salary to drive a car like that? Maybe. I mean, he's like a special. Yeah, he's doing dude. thing. He's doing things below. Uh, you know, 
off the, the book, off, off the, the books. books. Yeah. yeah, he he like murders people off the books and stuff, and and does horrible things. You know what? I think we could spoil this. It's not that big a deal. Honestly, not, nobody nobody really went to see this movie, it's so I don't horrible. think it really matters. It's really horrible. Um, it's really so, horrible. So like at the very so he finds out that like his boss that's been having to do this is you know is doing all this stuff behind his back, and he didn't know that his boss is having people like murdered. Yeah. Um. He thought so. His whole Liam Neeson's whole job was just to bring in agents like uh-huh. from the bring them in from the cold. Right. Um. And uh, so especially, at the very end, especially agents that go rogue or they get too deep, mm-hmm. and they have to be extracted. That yeah, that's like, what he is. He he extracts yeah. agents. Yeah. yeah. But um, so at the end, he's like, "Okay, you're gonna tell everybody all the bad things you're gonna do, and you're gonna get arrested." He's like, "Okay," and he goes and tells everybody <laughs> all the dirty things and that he did, all the murder and stuff. At the very end, I was like. <laughs> Well, he well, I guess that Liam Neeson is just that imposing that that the director of the FBI just went and told everybody all his dirty secrets and allowed himself to be arrested because, you know, Liam Neeson told him so <laughs> in the well, back of his car. Don't get me wrong, I like Liam Neeson. Oh yeah, okay? so do I do. I so like do Liam I. Neeson, but the movies he's in recently are just really garbage. Well, know? he he's 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 kind of slid into a mold. He has, and and it's like ever since Taken, he's been. In, yeah. But you know what? I would love, love, love to see a ghostly Qui Gon Jinn in the new uh, Obi Wan series. Oh, it'll probably happen. I'm sure it will, and hopefully it does because that would be great. I would love to see him as uh, as Obi Wan again, that would, or not Obi Wan, uh, Qui Gon. Yeah. Oh, and and his cool. daughter just has a complete about face at the end where oh, she's yeah. suddenly like. Oh, I love you, Dad. And it's, it's like, oh, by the way, I got a date this weekend. Don't, don't keep, don't let my daughter stay up too late or whatever. It's like, she's just using it's, him. It's weird. She's just using him. It's so, so weird. Go, so she could go on a date. It's there was that. a funny bit at the beginning where he like gave, gave his like uh, his granddaughter like a taser for for her birthday, which was <laughs> yeah. that that was pretty funny. What's <laughs> funny? All right, so the next movie we have to talk about uh, well, is... Oh, what? Two. Gonna, I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two. It's, it's entertaining enough to get a two, but it's it's garbage. It's terrible. All right, so the next movie we're going to talk about is Death on the Nile, directed by and starring... Um, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh. So... And it's got Gal Gadot, and it's got a very unfortunate Army Hammer, and it's got, it's got. But if you know what happened to Army Hammer, I'm not even going to talk about it. Just look up what's going on with Army Hammer, right? Oh uh, no, I'll say this. I'm not going to get into the details, it's but I'll gross. just say I'll just say this. The way he's like n- knowing what he did, and then watching him like fondle the women in this movie made yeah. me really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's, but you know, um, it's a pretty solid movie. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I didn't see the, I didn't see the, um, the bad guy coming. Even though I, I mean, I've read the book a long time ago, and I saw an original, like another version of this, um, but I didn't remember who the who the murderer was. You know, so um, when it's revealed at the end, it's like a real, it's like whoa. That's not big. not so much for me. I guess I've just seen so many murder movies. <laughs> murder show <laughs> mystery movies and things mm. like that because like I didn't know the how 
the how it all happened, mm-hmm. but I kind of kind of figured out what was probably going on about maybe 20 minutes into the yeah. film. I also really liked the backstory they gave uh, Perot. Yeah, they gave uh, Perot's uh, mustache an origin story. Yeah, and, and it's pretty <laughs> cool um, how they did it. And it's, I mean, I'm not saying it's worth watching the movie just for that. But I'm not going to spoil that either because I don't want to spoil anything of this movie because it's really good. I think you should see it. I think people should go support it. Um, I personally like Kenneth Branagh as a director. I think he, he does a good job as a director in a lot of things he does. Of course, I saw, you know, he did. Good grief, he's got like two movies well, almost back to back, you know. Well, well Artemis Fowl. Okay, Artemis Fowl is <laughs> But most of the stuff yeah, he's most made is he pretty does good. Is really good. And I really, I really appreciate him for trying to um, put a lot of Shakespeare to film. You know, that's really been a kind of a pet project of his is to put a lot of Shakespeare to film. And um, I'm sure all the English teachers appreciate that. They can show that movie instead of you know what they can read parts of the play and then show the movie, and then the kids are like, oh, I get it. Yeah, um, I yeah, I really liked it. I and I'm kind of I'm just glad it came out because mm-hmm. you know, they they delayed this thing so much just because of the stuff going on with Army Hammer. They did. So, yeah, and and I'm I'm really I mean, they could have just gone and reshot a bunch of stuff, but that would have been really expensive because he's a major yeah, part in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he's he's all throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is probably going to be the last thing we see him in for a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, speaking of another one. His career's over. Yeah, I mean, speaking <laughs> of that, the reshoots and stuff, uh, Ty- Taika Waititi is making a, uh, a soccer biopic, and Army Hammer was the star of it. And he went back, and he digitally removed Army Hammer and put Will Arnett <laughs> yeah. in, replaced him yeah. with Will Arnett. Yeah, did the just... whole Kevin Spacey thing they did with all the money in the yeah, world. Yeah, it's just pretty serious. I mean, it, it's, it's I mean, just, you know, look up the story. You'll be like, what? Um, also, yeah, it's weird because, you know, Army Hammer is the sole uh, heir to the, uh, the, Arm, and the Hammer. Arm and Hammer fortune. That's why he's called Army Hammer. Uh, yeah, the dude was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, so yeah. he he just thought he probably thought he was untouchable. He probably did, and 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 it it shows in what he's accused of doing. And it, I mean, if, and you know, there's it's not just accusations; there's some evidence. So, um, I'm pretty sure his career is over. But go see this movie; it's really good. Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna give it a five. Yeah, five I like it. Five, I loved it. It was good. Okay, so our movie of the week this week is a movie that just came out. And, okay, I want to caveat this with, uh, I've been a Foo Fighters fan off and on for a while. I had Foo Fighters tickets um, in 2020, 2020, and then they canceled, and then they, you know, I got my money back because it was just like, push it back, push it back. But, so they made a movie. The band has made a movie, and it's called uh, Studio 666. <laughs> and it is it is it is god awful. It really it's really bad. But um, as a fan of, um, I'm just gonna say, I mean, Richard's not a fan of the of the, ba- of the band. No, he doesn't listen I'm, to the band. I, I'm I'm sitting there the whole time, and they're him and Roger and his son Connor are like cracking up the whole time, and I'm just sitting there the whole time. I'm like, when is this over? This is awful. Because I'm not a fan of the Foo Fighters. I know of them. I know who Dave Grohl is, but I don't listen to their music or anything. So it's like. I didn't 
really have any kind of connection to them going into this, so <laughs> I was not really getting any joy of it out of this at the, all. The uh, star of the movie, in my opinion, the star of the movie, the guy that that ran away with the movie was uh, Pat Smear. Okay, that's not his real name, but it's really kind of a weird name. But it, Pat Smear, he's been... Pat Smear's a legend in, in rock and roll. He's like... Uh, was an original member of the germs. He, uh, you know, then he was with Nirvana, uh, for a while there at the end. And he also is in food fighters. He's been in food fighters forever. And he's, none of these dudes are actors. Okay. They're, they're, they're musicians. And if there's one thing that my son said, my son's a musician, he said, if you see this movie and you're not a musician, you're not going to get a lot of the jokes. Cause the, the bit where there, there's some funny stuff in there if you're a musician, but if you're not a musician, you're not going to get it. The whole bit where he's tuning his drum <laughs> killed me because it doesn't matter how you do that. The drum still sounds the same. Look, I got a lot of the jo- <laughs> No, I got a lot of the jokes in the movie. I just didn't think they were funny. <laughs> um, I just didn't think they were funny. The, the parts of this movie that are funny... Or the parts that are unintentionally funny. Like the fact that... The reason I say Pat me ran away with it is because his facial expressions and just general not knowing how to act in any scene... He's the worst one in the movie. ...is so funny. He's the worst one in the movie. I know, it's what makes it so funny because it's so bad. But the movie is really bad. Premise. All right, so the band are going to record their 10th album... And so they seek out some place to go and like record their album, and their manager, who apparently is like a Satanist or something, he turns them on to some real estate agent who's also in this coven of whatever, I guess, and they send them to this house that where uh, this other band from the past, which is called uh, Dream something, Dream Widow, Dream Window, Dream no Dream Widow. Was it Widow? I thought it was Dream Widow. Dream Widow. Okay. Dream Widow, apparently the lead singer murdered all of his bandmates or whatever in some horrible thing, murder-suicide thing. And he's trying to, like, you know, bring up the evil demons of rock and roll or something to make a record. And so that recording is in the basement, and Grohl finds it, and he brings it back, and he plays it and gets possessed... And then he starts forcing everybody to do this music, and he's like, it is just, but it's just, what's so stupid about the movie is that they can't act, and the story is so weird and convoluted, Uh, but it, I don't know. I enjoyed it for what it was. It is not, by any means, a movie for people who don't, who aren't fans of the Foo Fighters. Okay, if you're not a Foo Fighters fan, just skip this movie, okay? Skip it. Awesome. But if you are a five Foo Fighters fan, you'll get a kick out of it just because it's the guys being stupid and goofy and weird. And there's all kinds of, like, horrific practical effects in the movie of, of gory stuff that happens to the... I mean, Grohl ends up killing every band member, pretty much. And then one of them ends up dying by stupid means, which I still couldn't figure out. He's trying to hotwire the car by getting underneath it and moving the brake cable somehow. And I don't know what that was about, but that was, and then he got, got run over. <laughs> it was yeah, like, what? I don't know. This, this movie though, he, 
This movie was way too long. Like there is thirty minutes of setup. And I and and I mean, look, I know if I know you're on. I know that if you're on a you're on a really. I know this had a really low budget. But if you are if you have a low budget, that just means you need to shorten your movie, not spend so much time on setup. Because you're just you're just wasting time there to. because you don't have enough budget to fill out most of the movie. Here's the thing that I don't... Here's the thing that I have a problem with. Okay, I do have a problem with it, Richard. This is a problem I have with the movie. Is okay, this is a band movie, all right? Which, those are rare. You don't have very many band movies in the world. I mean, the last one I saw was um, Metallica's uh, Into the Never. I saw Spice World, and I was 12 years old, though, so I had an excuse. <laughs> well, the thing about Into the Never was that they released an album to go with it. You know, I mean, there was new music. This one has one song that's released. My son and I were like, oh, well, the movie's out. Maybe there's an album. Nope. There's no album. That's the thing that really bugged me about this. That's the one thing that bothered me about the movie more than anything, was that this was just some kind of gratuitous, I'm going to spend a bunch of money to make a dumb movie with my friends and then put it out there for people to watch. Which, that's really all this is. It's a movie made by the band to be stupid because they just wanted to make a movie, I guess. I don't know. But if I'm, I'm saying that if you are a fan of Foo Fighters, you'll get a kick out of it. It's a horrible movie. It is horrible on purpose. I think they were doing that on purpose. It was not like they were like, oh, this is a great movie. No. They were making this movie because it's like, you know, let's give these dudes a video camera and a bunch of money and let them make a dumb movie that doesn't matter. I mean, because good grief, the movie was, the original idea for the movie came from Dave Grohl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it was based on an original idea by Dave Grohl. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be bad. But there's a lot of movies that are bad on purpose <laughs> that I think are really funny. So and I just didn't think this Richard was funny at all. I just it didn't, didn't hit with Richard at okay, all. Okay, so here's here's what I'll say for it. It it had a few okay, so the the, the special effects were hit and miss. Yeah. But they it were. had a few it had a few good uh practical effect kills. So I will give it a two instead of a one, but I feel like I'm being very generous by giving it a two. I'm gonna give this movie a three out of five. And the only reason I'm doing three out of five is because I'm a fan. Of the Food Fighters, I think they're they're uh, they're probably one of those bands that's going to go down in history as like uh, a game changer because they are constantly reinventing themselves all the time musically, um, a lot of their stuff. But dude, uh, fellas, if you're listening and you're probably not, stick to making albums because <laughs> don't make another movie. <laughs> this was embarrassing, but it was a lot of fun. I had an I had a fun time. My son and I laughed at this stuff that probably nobody would laugh at unless you're a musician, unless you understand music or understand the making of this kind of stuff. You know, I mean, it's it, it and the whole lore behind it. You know, um, there's some really funny, funny crap in the movie. It's not, I would say, it's not a roar fest, even though my son and I were just laughing at the stupidity of it. Um, a lot of times, it's just the dumbest of the movie. We're just laughing at it. Um, but yeah, the jokes, a lot of them fall flat, uh, but again, if, you, if you're a fan of, of the band, you should probably go see the movie, you know, just to get it out of your system. Anyway, that's the only reason I went, and because 
Well, it was free. Yeah, I didn't pay. It was the only thing out this money. This it was the only thing out this weekend, and I didn't ha- and I didn't have to pay any money for it. So I was like, "Why not? I'll go watch it. We need something to talk about this yeah, weekend." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but n- next week I, we're gonna review uh, the Batman, which I'm sure is gonna n- is just not gonna be as good as Studio Six Six Six. It's just <laughs> it's it's looking. You know, it's just it's just not looking good for this. Everybody everybody really wanted George Clooney back. I hope, and I hope you guys are getting the sarcasm here because it's he's laying it on thick. Um, yeah, we've got advanced tickets to see this. We're seeing it on the first and in IMAX. So we're excited. Can't wait. And we're not gonna here's a here's a tip. If you're gonna see Batman this next weekend and you've got advanced tickets or you've got tickets for Friday night or even Thursday night. Um, yeah, don't drink anything about a couple hours before because this movie's like two hours and 47 yeah, minutes without credits. without credits. Yeah, so, you know, prepare ahead of time, kids, because it's going to be, a, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of those movies where you're not going to want to miss any of it because it's going to have, it's going to be, knowing Matt Reeves, it's going to be, there's going to be depth and onions, onion layers, okay? It's going to be layers and, and depth, so, you know, um... Let's, let's, can't wait, can't wait. Anyway, oh, yeah. we'll see. We will review it, and we'll be an honest review, and it will be a hey, spoiler-free I'm, review. I'm so excited for this movie, I lowered my standards and went in and bought some Little Caesars just to get some of those posters. <laughs> those posters are pretty nice. They're, f- they're pretty cool posters for Little Caesars. I'm feeling the, the hype of the original Batman movie here. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, because I remember that hype. Oh, yeah. In 89, I remember that hype, and it lived up to the hype for me. And I was really like, whoa. This yeah, is you know, well, I didn't see that till it was on VHS, but, mm-hmm. you know, Michael Keaton's always <coughs> been my favorite Batman because that's actually my first introduction to Batman. I hadn't seen any of the cartoons. I was, I was uh, four years old when that, no, no, three years old when that mm-hmm. movie came out. Mm-hmm. And so that was my first introduction to Batman. So he was my first Batman it was him, and then it went into Batman, the animated series, and those kind of defined Batman yep. for me. Yep. So he's always been my favorite Batman. Um, we're uh, we're also going to look at a early Matt Reeves project. Mm-hmm. It's it's an anthology, and Matt Reeves does one of the uh, one of the segments. Yeah. So tune in next week for an all Batman, all Matt Reeves episode. So should be good. All right. Well, until next time, I am Roger Colby, and I'm Vengeance. Thank you.